0: Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of The Good Works Podcast. Today, we have a supersized crew with us because we're talking all about scholarships, and that means we get to talk to some actual scholarship recipients. Please stay with us until the end, though, when Sarah and I will tell you what we're looking forward to in the next few weeks. Well, hey, Sarah.
1: Hey, Randy. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So we have some special guests with us today. I know. I I am really excited about this conversation. Yes, me too. First of all, let's go ahead and bring in our pal, Katie McConville. Hey, Katie. Hey, thanks for having me back. Hey, Hey. (laughs) of course. We are so in your wheelhouse today because we're talking about scholarships. Yes. Best time of year. (laughs) <laughs> Katie, can you let our listeners know um, kind of some of the size of our scholarship program? What have you been up to for the past few months? Awesome. Yeah. So scholarships, this is actually kind of the
2: end of a very long road that has begun in November. Our scholarship applications opened in November. Um, we have over 65 different scholarships um, available in a ton of different applications. Um, award amounts range from three hundred fifty dollars um, to up to $30,000, um, and we've, we've given out most of those awards um, by this date, so it's really exciting.
0: That is really exciting. And if you're a local listener, you may have noticed as you drive around the region, um, you're, you're seeing scholarship award signs in yards. Um, that was something we started last year and we loved it so much we decided let's keep it. Let's make it a tradition that may, may have its roots in COVID, but will live long beyond this time frame. So we got to, about two weeks ago, run around all four counties and beyond and um, put those deliver those signs. Signs to folks. And so two people that were recipients of signs, but obviously much more importantly of scholarships are with us today. So we are going to get to speak with Rhea Gupta and Daniel Richter. So, uh, all right, let's, let's hear from some people who were really successful during the 2021 cycle. So Rhea, can we start with you? Hi. Hello. Hey there. Can you start off by just telling us where you go to school now and where you plan to go to school next?
3: Yeah, for sure. So currently I'm graduating from Cornypana Coast High School. Um, and in the fall, I plan to attend the University of Buffalo as an honors college student and as a presidential scholar. And I hope to study computer science, but also the minor in business. That's outstanding. What was the
0: scholarship that you won from the Community Foundation?
3: Yeah, I won the Jerome Ridge Scholarship. So that is awarded to a student who is interested in business, whether that be as a major or minor or just as like an entrepreneurial um, spirit in the future. Oh, how super.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Rhea, I want to go ahead and bring Daniel in. So, hey, Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Can you tell us where you go to school now and where you plan to go to school next year?
4: Oh, yeah. Um, I'm from Horses High School. I am graduating this year, and I plan to attend the University of Oklahoma on a a sports business uh, major, and I will have a minor in in a pre-law track.
0: That sounds really great, and I'm going to hear more about how you made the choice of Oklahoma. We'll come back to that in a second. Can you tell us about uh, your scholarship experience here? What did you win?
4: I won the Mary J. Gregory uh, Scholarship, the Billy Lowe Memorial Scholarship, and the King Rockwell Scholarship.
0: Okay, so Daniel, that's a lot. That's three separate awards. Can you tell us a bit about the application process that led you to those three honors?
4: Well, I got an email from my guidance counselor uh, giving me an opportunity, um, and I found out about you guys, and um, well, when you're going, when you're planning on going to a big, uh, bigger D1 school, especially out of state, um, the tuition can be a little bit more expensive. So, um, with winning these scholarships, that really, um, helps me financially.
0: Thank you. I, I'm really, I'm really thrilled to hear that your guidance counselor reached out to you and more importantly, that you responded. Um, <laughs> so thank you for doing that. <laughs> uh can you tell us a little bit about what it was like to go through the application process
4: yes yeah, so um i it was it was pretty like fairly like um understandable like the whole uh plot process wasn't really um confusing uh except for i mean it, it's just little bits and pieces here but uh in one of the like when you're writing the essays it says like up to 9,000 characters, but I don't know how many words that's supposed to be because I, I write all my essays in a Word document and then I copy and paste it. So there was times where I had to like take out bits and pieces because I like, like I wrote too much in the thing. But I mean, other than that, it was, it was pretty easy. It was that's really kind easy.
1: of a good problem to have that you wrote too much instead of too <laughs>
0: little. <laughs> yeah. Rhea, how about you? What did you think about the process and what, what parts of it did you find easy and what parts of it did you find a little harder?
3: Yeah, I think I had a pretty similar process to Daniel. It was kind of just my guidance counselor contacted me, and then I just kind of went ahead and started applying. And it was definitely, I would say, easier than, like, college applications, because this one kind of did all the work for you. Like, you didn't really have to research scholarships that you were eligible for. Um, You just put in all your data and, like, clubs you're involved in and, like, things that, I guess, describe you. And then you wrote some essays, and then kind of figured out which scholarships you should apply for. So... I found that pretty convenient, like, you didn't really have to go through the brochure and, like, figure out which ones that are just, like, they do it for you, and it was a very simple application, it was, like, the universal application, I think, so you upload all your documents there, like, letters and financial aid and essays and stuff, and then that goes to all the different ones you apply to, so I think that was pretty convenient, and I don't think any part of it was really hard. I would say the character count was definitely a little bit of a struggle, especially because I tend to write a lot as well, but I think it's definitely a good skill that it kind of teaches you to trim down on your writing. So that was pretty convenient I'd say. I wanna that's no so good Oh no. sorry, I wanted to jump in and say it. Thank you, Daniel and
2: Rhea. What they can't see right now is me taking notes
0: (laughs) about what they (laughs) liked and
2: didn't like because our scholarships are constantly kind of um, changing. And I really do take student feedback to heart. So our next year applicants might have a little more space to write. So thanks.
1: That's what Katie, I was was actually going to comment. Maybe we should um, send a message to Foundant to change that from a character count to word count because... I think everybody has the same issue with that.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I Googled a lot. So I'm sorry I landed with 9,000 characters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has already been so helpful to us. Daniel, if you were to be um, in a position to give advice to someone who's a junior right now about the Community Foundation Scholarship, because they'll get a chance to apply starting in November, what advice would you give?
4: Um, to always just work hard and um, just realize that nothing's really ever handed to you; that you have to go out there and get it, and um, that this is this is also a very exciting time in your life. And with um with these scholarships, it's, it, it's also a, a sense of um, a sense of pride that you earn, and um, when you when you win when you like uh, when you are awarded these types of scholarships, it's very um, humbling, and it's also um it's a great experience overall.
0: Thank you for that. Ria, what same question to you. If you were to give advice to someone who's a junior right now, what would you say to them?
3: Yeah, I would definitely say I think for me personally, I as of last year at least, I kind of shied away from like applying to scholarships or even thinking about them because I figured, oh, I'm probably not eligible or like financial need or academically or something I'm probably not eligible but I would say definitely just go for it because especially with the community once there's so many different criteria that you can meet to apply to a scholarship and they're really really like welcoming like they want everyone to apply so I would definitely say just apply and kind of a faith in yourself like it's not that um, it's not a scary process you just kind of it takes a few hours of work but usually that'll pay off a lot in the end so don't shy away from doing the work and definitely do not shy away from just looking at the scholarships and at least making an effort to apply, I'd say. Oh, thank you so much. That's great advice.
0: And I think we'll try to make sure that um, a lot of juniors hear that because you're the best, you're, you're the best people now to talk to because you won, you know exactly how to do it. Um, Rhea, now that you have won the scholarship and you've chosen Buffalo, what do you see coming next? What What are some of your goals in the future? And what do you really hope to get out of the college experience?
3: Yeah, I think I'm looking for definitely a step out of my comfort zone, especially because I'm kind of a more indecisive person. So just stepping in and kind of figuring out, like looking at all my options and figuring out different things, whether that be academically or socially or in terms of clubs, I really just look forward to going and really exploring everything. Um, even like academically, I know that I'm kind of, Sure of my major, but I'm also kind of unsure at this point. So um, I'm definitely looking for a lot of like support and I don't know, enriched learning experiences kind of outside the classroom. And I really hope that I can see a career path going forward. Although right now I'm kind of unsure, but I really hope college kind of helps me solidify that and help me grow as a person. Well,
0: knowing that you won an award that's related to entrepreneurship. I actually uh, like hearing that you're a little unsure because I think what that might mean is that you're going you're gonna to build something that doesn't exist yet. And I am really, really looking forward to seeing what that might be.
2: And Rhea, I'm smiling because I'm thinking about your application and you really are involved in so much in high school. I think it was yearbook, student council, your volunteer at CMA, library, Bollywood dance. So I know you're going to pick up every opportunity you can in front of you. Um, and that's a lot of what we saw in your application, too. You really kind of explored all of your interests and, and we really appreciated that.
3: Thank you.
0: So Daniel, let's hear more about your decision to choose Oklahoma. I'd love to hear um what what brought you to that that particular school. And same same question, like what do you see in the next few years? What are your goals and what do you hope to get out of college?
4: Yes, of course. So um basically I had a I had a very tough decision to make. Um I with with what Rhea said, to add on to what Rhea said, I feel like like to be successful in life, you have to get, get out of your comfort zone, I feel like a little bit. And with that said, I felt that it was a it was a it was a right choice for me to get out of the state and um explore explore a little bit more of the a little, a little bit more of the country, um, let's say. But the reason why I chose Oklahoma was because I have a lot of family down there because I was originally born there. Um, oh, okay. A lot of my dad's side of the family is from there. So it's like a home away from home almost. But my, um, my plan right now, it's just a plan. I mean, uh, I'm, going to, my, I'm going to major in the sports business, and I'm hopefully going to intern with the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is one of my favorite basketball teams uh, in the NBA if not even my favorite, like the, the most favorite. <laughs> um, So yeah, um, uh, they have internships over there. And I'm thinking about like, hopefully like some someday become like some kind of general manager or work within that program, because that's just one of my passions is sports. And I know, happen to know a lot about them. So I thought, why not, you know, um explore that field a little bit.
1: I'm really getting a feeling of like Jerry Maguire here. <laughs> have you guys seen? Maybe you guys are too young. That came out a long time ago. But yeah, um, anytime I hear about somebody going to like sports business or management field, I, I, Jerry always <laughs> comes to mind.
0: But, anyways. Sarah, we're dating ourselves. I we know. have the same thought. <laughs> but yeah, looking back, I believe that that movie came out when 19 was still at the beginning of numbers, not 20.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear heavens. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, well, thank you so much, Daniel and Rhea, both of you, um, for being a part of this process. The whole point, the whole reason is because of you. That's why we do it. We want to... We want to support your dreams and your goals and your next steps. Um, And so getting to hear from you means the world to us. So Katie, before we... um before Sarah and I start talking about what we're looking forward to, what are some last thoughts you have on this year's scholarship process?
2: Yeah. Um, I just want to say this was a strange year because I didn't get to meet students face to face. Um, so even just hearing Daniel and Rhea speak (laughs) rather than the dozens of emails we've sent back and forth, this is a really special time. So I'm so excited to communicate with our um, recipients, um, and, and hear how you're doing in the future. Um, and kind of watch you um, grow and develop um, years to come and see what you can do in the future. So it's it's been a strange year for scholarships, but at the same time, a very exciting one. Um, so thank you, Daniel and Rhea.
0: Well, and big thank you to you, Katie. Uh, Katie manages a giant process along with a wonderful team of dedicated volunteers. None of this could happen without the people willing to read, review, discuss the scholarship applications. So we are remain so grateful to both the donors and the volunteers that make this possible so and
1: also those good guidance counselors who are sending those emails and tracking down students and encouraging them to apply that's you know that's great to hear that both of you responded to those emails
0: yes oh gosh yes so thank you daniel and ria for being special guests with us today it's been a real pleasure to chat with you
4: well thank you for having me i had a great time
3: Yes, yeah, same thank you
0: Oh, Sarah, that was so much fun. So much fun. I love hearing from scholarship recipients. I do, too. And I'm so glad that things are changing because we're going to get to start seeing people in person more and more, and that includes our scholarship kids.
1: Thank goodness. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) So what are you looking forward to in the next few weeks?
1: All right. So I have a couple of things. I normally do have a couple of things. Um, (laughs) But the first um, is this Thursday, Wisner Market opens up. Um, It's our first market of the year. And so throughout the summer in Elmira at Wisner Park, you will find all kinds of yummy goodies, you know, flowers, baked goods, uh, food trucks. Um, I believe it's open from 10 to two on Thursdays. So really excited about that. Um, and then my second thing, and this is going to sound so weird to the rest of the world, but, um, also on Thursday, I make my annual trek to a cemetery in Watkins Glen. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so at the Community Foundation, we have a fund called the Elmo-Royce. Um, it's actually a collection of funds. There are three different funds that do three different things, um, mostly supporting youth in Schuyler County with recreation programs and camperships, and then also some assistance with um, vision and dental um, uh, yes. payments for, yeah, for services. kids. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but dear sweet Elmo (laughs) wrote into his estate plan that he wanted, um, flowers, um, presented at his, his gravestone, um, every year, right around Memorial Day, which happens to be around his birthday. So, um. I'm a huge super fan of cemeteries, um, so yes, <laughs> I take one for the team, and I bring the crack of flowers up to Elmo's gravesite. So I'll be doing that Thursday as well.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you for doing that, and it yeah. is true, Sarah. You love cemeteries. You're like I do. the only person I know who's so into cemeteries.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of morbid, but you know. <laughs> so, um, Randy, what are you looking forward to that doesn't have to do with cemeteries?
0: Okay. This Yeah, because I'm not, I don't share your cemetery love. I mean, I will go, but it's not something I look forward to the way you do. Um, I am really looking forward to the fact that more and more is happening in person, including classes and workshops. And so Katie McConville and I are signed up for a modern calligraphy class at 171 Cedar Arts Center. So jealous. I know. I wish you could come, but you have a baseball thing that same time. Um, So, yeah, Katie and I are going to go there and we're going to learn modern calligraphy, um, which is something I love. I've done a little bit of practice at home on my own and I've had a book and things, but I've never taken a class and I'm very, very excited about it. So you all can look forward to me creating, and I'm going to use the word I heard from my daughter, so many choogy things in the next (laughs) few months. It's going to be a chuggy fest of me writing things in modern calligraphy, like live, laugh, love. So be prepared, everybody. I I am hardly wait. I'm probably three or four (laughs) years behind the trends Um, and, and really okay with it. So (laughs) that's what I'm looking forward to.
1: But that is really exciting. Like you, um, like you just said, more and more things are starting to open up and, and, and you're able to do more things safely in groups and, Um, that's, it's really exciting. And then also, you know, summer camps for kids, which, you know, didn't happen last year, but I'm seeing, you know, um, uh, signups coming Um, out now. It's, it's it's really exciting.
0: At the end of last week, the uh, New York State Department of Health did release the guidance for summer camps um, and it's much better than we could have even hoped for. So yeah, yeah, if anyone is wondering before we wrap this up completely, if you're a parent or a student, um, go ahead and head to the New York State Department of Health website, the COVID section, and see the guidance for summer camps uh, for participants and staff. And you can check out how, how well people will be kept safe and balance that with the opportunity to have really great outdoor adventures all summer. Um, So with that, I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation today. And I'm so grateful for those of you who listened. There is something unbelievably special about being a part of people's high school and college experience. We really do feel like our scholarship recipients become part of the community foundation family and this conversation truly is just the beginning we like to keep in touch with our scholarship recipients for years and years to come and their successes are something we like to celebrate um, basically from now on so 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 proud of daniel and ria and uh we just have a great community and we love that we have a front row seat to that So thank you all for listening. This has been the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast.